Welcome to the Relentless Podcast with your co-hosts Kevin and Melissa, where we discuss all things Christian living in a crazy culture. Trailer? We have a trailer. Uh Uh-huh, we do. Yeah? Kind of. Kind of. I'm working on it. It's not livable at this point. Hi, guys. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you can move in eventually. Don't worry. Yeah. Tara approves. Welcome back, everybody. Uh... To the Relentless Podcast, where we talk about trailers and we talk and about not giving us reviews, not giving us reviews. Please stop with all the reviews. We asked you to stop. It's getting out of control. Anyway, um, thank you for for helping us on that front. And uh, we were finishing up our little series here, uh, a little micro series on habits and success rituals. We've talked about. Uh, the successful leaders who have amazing habits and rituals, uh, what causes people to have a change in their life that will make them make great habits, uh, and a few other topics. But today, uh, briefly, this might be even a little shorter than usual podcast, we're just going to go through how to create your own daily success routine. And these are some really good points to stop and dwell on each yourself. And um, I'll I'll have Melissa kind of hop in here, maybe get us started. But I'm pretty excited to hear some of these ones. So the first one in creating your own daily success routine, write these down, is recognize what is worthy of your focus, which is super important. Like we talked about spending time in the word of God to see what his vision is. What is what is worthy of your focus, of your attention, mm-hmm. of your thoughts? Um, target right. what you desire the most. Right. I mean, and, and having experience in the, in the marketing, marketing industry, billions of dollars is spent for your focus, period. Mm-hmm. They, they, they want your attention. And, and when, guess what? When you start losing focus, billions of dollars are made on supplements and energy drinks and coffee to help you regain focus so you can then be, have your focus purchased by another agency. Yeah. You know, and so focus is one of the most, if not the most valuable asset because it determines where your time goes. Yeah. I talk about it a lot, I think, is like, the like knowing that everyone is abil- has the ability of being influenced and like mm-hmm. uh, asking yourself like what am i being influenced by cuz i'm like people are spending hundreds of millions of dollars to become influencers and to influence people so mm-hmm. to say to ask yourself like what am i focusing on and is it worthy of of my time of my focus of my mind energy so absolutely um the next point on how to create your own daily success is to pinpoint the top three distractions that often occur. TikTok. Instagram. Memes. TV. Oh, TV. You like TV? Um, not usually, but the last like couple weeks has been like my quarantine binge. It's actually only been like maybe like a week and but a half. Did you hear? I've watched three did, TV shows. Did in, you like, a hear week. that? Avatar: The Last Airbender's back on Netflix. Currently binging it. Wow. Yeah, I, I did. I did make the line where I don't watch TV in bed. Mm. No TV in bed. I I made the like the resolution this year to not watch TV by myself. Hmm. Um, which I held up until about two weeks ago. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you spend a lot of time by yourself, then you're like, I just want to watch a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not saying you're a lonely person. I'm just saying. No, it's fine. You yeah. know, I'm fine. Gosh, that one um. got awkward. <laughs> so pinpoint the top three distractions that often occur in your life. Um, 
it said this says that Satan can't destroy you, but he can distract you. Mm. And Satan's just like a bunch of flies. Yeah, right? seriously, he's the lord of them. And and I mean, it, like crows, you know, they're just they're just loud, squawky distractions. Like I was driving the other day, recently, literally the other day. I don't mean this in my typical the other day, where it's like five years ago. Like it was <laughs> literally like last week, probably. And um, and I saw this big uh, eagle up on top of a tree. And th- this crow was dive bombing this eagle like relentlessly, and and the eagle didn't even like move his head. Yeah, he was looking at whatever He's he was looking at. He didn't even he didn't even look at that thing, and that really is what the devil is. Mm-hmm. You know, you just sit high up the top of your perch and focus on what you're focusing on, which is probably yeah. dinner. <laughs> you know, being an eagle, uh, <laughs> and don't be distracted by the dumb yeah black bird. It's really good. So yeah, recognize yeah. what's worthy of your focus, and then also recognize like what come into your life as distractions that try to deter you from that focus. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Um, the third one is probably equally as important as all of them, maybe more. It's pray continuously. Mm. How um, much? All the time, like continuously. All the time? That means just literally. But I'm talking to you right now, so how can I be praying? You're not praying to me. You're in a an attitude of prayer. Oh, an attitude. An attitude I'm praying prayer. for you right now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. Um, I, it says, well, Jesus has, has an agenda for your life that there is a plan for your day. Like mm-hmm. God has a plan for your life, for mm-hmm. your year, but he also has a plan for your today. Um, and that's why it's so important to start your day off with prayer and mm-hmm. to spend time in God's word. Um, you ever gone on a road trip with a, like, like a, a caravan style where like you're in a car and there's another group of people in the car behind you? No. No? Okay, so... Not so, like a long road trip. I mean, so we, we, we do this down... We've done this down to California a couple times with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'll be like my family in a car, and then my sister and brother-in-law and her kids in their car, and then my parents in another car. And we'll be driving down to either the ocean or... or and uh, there was a season where we, we like had those... Um, buying from Costco like the walkie-talkies you know Mm -hmm. but like they're like they have a little bit better range okay and so we'd be all in the same channel right Uh uh-huh and 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 we so we could just walkie-talkie from one car to the next where did cell phones not exist they did but like there was a different level of like you can instantly drop in you know uh and also like if you're feeling tired like hey what are you guys doing in there you know and and, kind of like a trucker yeah and um and and I say this as as a fun parallel like it made for us those those trips a little bit more fun um, a li- and a little bit more conversational because at any time we were in conversation or could be in conversation. Mm-hmm. It was an open line of communication. Yes. And, and I remember even one time while I was talking on it, I was in the front. We were pulling through Oregon. And have you ever pulled through Oregon? Like yes. head north on I-5? Yep. And all this stupid like overpass, underpass, everything pass. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Um, well, I'm coming up and over and all of a sudden it goes from 60 miles an hour to stop. Oh my. Right. Like, like just right across a bend. And so I happened to be on the microphone already. And I said, and I just shouted to everyone like, stop, break, stop. We're stopping. Stop. Like, like freaked out. And, and we all managed to, I like, I had to, I had to pull to the shoulder to yeah. stop. And my brother-in-law went, went straight. My, or my parents went straight. And then my, and my brother-in-law went to the shoulder and you know, that's a smart yeah. way to do it. It yeah. doubles your part, your stopping space. But Literally, my brother was like, man, it was a good thing you were on the microphone right then. Because, like, I don't know if we would have been able to stop in yeah. time had we not had that heads up. And so it's kind of there's, parallel. There's if you're in con- contact with yeah, Jesus. Always, he's always available. And, mm-hmm. like, he's always speaking. Are you always available? That's that's the question. 
you do have an open line. It just says to ask him to discern your agenda and write it on your heart. Um, for yeah. him to, like, for his agenda. Mm -hmm. So, like, asking God, like, what is your plan for my day? What is your plan for my life? Um, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. And then engrave that on your heart and carry that with you. Absolutely. Um, and it says, whatever you pray repeatedly becomes reality in your life. Repetition is the mother of all skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Focus on it. And, and it's, it's powerful. Um, the next one here, uh, number four, as far as how to create your own daily success rituals. This one uh, says, determine your ground zero, the core product of your life, the legacy you want to leave. It has two kind of sub points here. And this is why I really like this one. Uh, uh, when I was being mentored by by uh, awesome individual, I won't say that he's a Christian Australian billionaire again, because Melissa doesn't like it when I mention Australian billionaires. Yeah, me and Tanner um, are making eyes at each other. Right. No, but in his in one of his books, he he gave this concept of decide what you're willing to fail at. Mm -hmm. like that was i was like ooh, because if you can decide what you're willing to fail at there's one a lot of forgiveness that'll come in but also it'll help expose the things that you are absolutely unwilling to bend on mm -hmm. you know like have you ever sat down and thought through like okay i'm willing to fail at this yeah no but that's it's a, it's a powerful tool yeah because because it'll let you know like okay this is where i definitely want to be okay but like hey Making dinner for the family every night of the week, I'm willing to fail at that. Like, mm -hmm. do I want to make dinner for them most of the time, most nights? Yes. Yeah. But like, if something had to give, what could give? Yeah. And it's important to know those those break points. It's just like it's like in in vehicles when you get in a car accident, and you see like have you seen some of these new vehicles when they get in car accidents? They like literally turn like. It's like liquid. Compl completely crushed up, but the, the inside where mm -hmm. they're at is safe, yeah. depending on the safety rating of the vehicle you have. And and the reason why is because they have intentionally engineered uh, crinkle points and brake points in the vehicle to spare the driver, mm -hmm. but destroy the vehicle. Yeah. They would rather the vehicle get destroyed mm -hmm. than the person in it. And so I think knowing where you're willing to fail at is like helping the Lord equip you with those crinkle points where, hey, I'm willing to bend here for the sake of longevity. and Of the goal, that, of the, goal. the focus. Yeah, it's good. Um, the number five says to embrace flexibility as an opportunity. And I think also to go with the last point is to embrace failure as an opportunity too. Mm -hmm. To be flexible, to be willing to fail. Um, it says... There's a quote that by, oh, by our favorite woman. It says, Would be president. I've never had a plan yet where everything happened as I planned it. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> this is an outdated um, no, hey, quote. Just kidding. People, even unrighteous people, God, God's yeah. used donkeys to speak the word of God. Quote so, them. There we go. Um, it's so true, though. Like, I've never had a plan yet where everything happened according to plan. But you still plan, and you still right. plan for those things, but you're flexible to, with the steps in between, to get to the goal. Right. That when you, the goal is, uh, I get why I, you're I, laughing. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to keep it real, because I just, you're like, this quote is just too funny, and, and it's good, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I was to, trying to remain serious. I'm trying not derail. She never got to the goal, but you can. Hey, it didn't go as she planned. Same with the emails. All right. Step Number, okay. Number... I would 
say we could edit that out. Yeah, no, I'm going to keep it. That's why people listen. So, (laughs) um, but number six is (laughs) recognize those around you who do not have a determined focus or goal. Why would that be important, Melissa? That is super important because when the blind lead the blind, they both end up in a ditch. Wow. And so it's almost recognizing um, your shortcomings and where you need to grow and being like, okay, well, if everyone in my circle is kind of the same level, it's kind of like all struggles with the same things, maybe I need to remove myself from here and surround myself with people who have strengths where I have weaknesses. Right. Like I, when I was in high school – I'm not stupid and I don't call myself stupid, but I'm definitely not like, I was not like the smartest person, you know, or like the most driven person in school. But in high school, especially, I always put myself in honors classes and I always put myself in advanced classes because I'm like, even if I'm the stupidest person in the class, I'm surrounding myself with the smartest people in the class and allowing them to, um, like, I can come to them for help. I can elevate myself because if I'm going to put myself with people who are maybe like lower in motivation than I am and even Mm. though I might be like the highest achiever in that circle I'm never going to have the ability to grow and so you have to surround yourself with people who are going to help you grow it's it's, it's much like when you when you know you get older and you're trying to find a career and and people always encourage you you know go somewhere where you have room to grow go somewhere where Mm -hmm. there's there's space above you you know yeah depending on what career paths you're choosing, you know, mm-hmm. that's wisdom. And, and it's, I forget, maybe you can help me remember who, who said it, gosh, um, but you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, you know, Pastor anyway, Andre, Pastor Andre, there he we go. He didn't quote it, but right. He, yeah. He, he didn't I'm say it, the but it came, it came some, uh, somewhere from there, but it is important. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with greatness and you'll be more inspired to do things, you yeah. know? Um, also be careful because you don't want to also get the keeping up with the Joneses mentality. Well, my, all my friends have big houses and giant screen TVs and nice cars. Don't let it be about the things. But well, and that's why this is like all of this is a well-rounded approach. Like you know what's worthy of your focus. You know your distractions. You know what you're called to. Mm-hmm. Like if you end up be like there's and success doesn't mean monetary success. Like right. I think we need to like maybe say that um, success means. You're doing what you're called to do. You're right. you're fulfilling the purpose that God has for you. Yeah. Um, and that's where happiness comes from too. Like true like joy and fulfillment comes from fulfilling the moral purpose that God has for our lives. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And and this, this next one, seven of nine uh, points here uh, for your own daily success routine is, is um, discern pe- uh, people around you who are blind towards your focus. And um, similar to the previous point, but also... Uh, a little bit different because you have to understand not everybody is going to under is going to get you mm-hmm. and even some of the people that love you the most might not quite grasp what you see mm-hmm. partially because it it's not their vision yeah. or their calling and um and in in a marriage context however like in, when you're in unity with your wife for you to be like, oh, my, my wife just doesn't get me, so I'm just going to keep pressing on and doing what God's called me to do. That's also not right, too. But understand that uh, people are, might be blind towards your goals. And so if they're not as edifying or uplifting or saying, you can do it, that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like they, they're not you. Yeah. And I think it's just, there's, there's in that level just a level of guarding your heart of... Mm-hmm what you show like what you share with certain people um one of my favorite quotes 
is bought a Amber Benjamin from her 2015 Let's New go. Year's blog. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's the last year you blogged Amber. I'm calling you out. Oh, <laughs> send her this episode. Um, but on there she had just like the. It was it was a long blog, but it said quietly crushing it, and I've like put that in my pocket mm. for a long time. Of like, I want to have success. I want to be successful. I want to set goals and meet them, fulfill them. But I don't want to like put myself on a pedestal or like right. even I don't want to share my goals with everyone. Like I don't mm. want to share even my successes with everyone because some because a lot of times if you share your dreams and your goals with people, they might shoot you down or they might laugh at you. Right. And not to say that that's going to make me stop or deter from my goals, but like you have to be, you have to look in your life and recognize who is worthy of my time to be able to share these goals with, who's going to motivate me, encourage me, um, push me to try even harder than I'm going to make my goals bigger, not make my goals smaller. Right. So you definitely got to elevate yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and that's and some people might think that's the wrong statement. It's not. Yeah. I mean, you really need to think higher of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, you know, might be narcissistic. Maybe not so much. But to, it, I mean, the Bible says to not think of yourself higher than mm-hmm. you are. Right. But God still like, but to chase the purpose that God has for you and the calling that God has for you. Yes. You don't think God like and no calling or purpose or goal that God ever gives to someone is small. Right. And, so. and and to not think of us higher than we are, I think it's really a, a mentality of humility because we are sons and daughters of God mm-hmm. in Christ through through his sacrifice, his death and resurrection. So so we do have fulfillment fully extended towards us and ultimate satisfaction if we so choose it. So walk in that royal walk in that royalty, you know. But definitely understand that not everyone's gonna get that and mm-hmm. and model by doing it. Yeah. You know, just, just do it. You don't need to prove it. Just do it. Yeah. Just live your life. And if people, and people will follow you if, like you said, like, are you a leader? Turn around and see if anyone's following you. So, but, and at the same time, just keep your head down and Mm -hmm. like move in the direction that God has for you. So next one is keep a visual picture of your desired goal or something that's symbolic of it. Like a dream board or. Vision, a vision, a vision vision board of what people like, yeah, people make. So, even if it's just like a quote that Mm -hmm. inspires you of your goal, I heard some some, uh, young adult sharing me with how he has his his dream board, and he's like, right in my bathroom on my on my bathroom mirror, I have written on on the whole side there my my daily affirmations and and all this stuff and I was like you clearly are not married and have a wife so that's that's a great way for you on the mirror. to to you know decorate your bathroom with handwriting all over the mirror that you have to look through as you're looking at yourself and and I understand <laughs> applying the word of god to that's yourself funny. but um so but what works for you and what season you know yep. I I can't go write a bunch of word affirmations all across my bathroom mirror because, you know, that might not be the word affirmations for my wife. And in mm-hmm. fact, I might get some other affirmations. But it can make it the background on your phone. It's exactly. just, it's a visual reminder of exactly. like, okay, it's sometimes you just need to encourage yourself in the Lord. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to get, get re-inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what that's about. Yeah. Keep it in front of you. It's, it's attainable. Mm-hmm. Whatever you focus on will grow. Yes. This. And then, last one. yeah, this last one, I'll, I'll, I'll finish her up here. Number nine, become militant about keeping that daily success routine. A good habit 
is too powerful to treat lightly. And that's because you can replace a good habit with a bad one too. Yeah, consistency, consistency, consistency. And that's the key for like everything we've talked about is just replace those bad habits and just continue to be consistent. Right. And and you can do it. And and the big important part here is is as we discussed um, about self-discipline mm-hmm. because forced discipline is not self-discipline. And so though you can have leaders and people who love you come in and help you and support you and, be, and help you be accountable, um, ultimately, when we're not there, you have to make a decision if that's what you're going to do. Are you going to do it when no one else is around? And that's integrity. It's what you do when no one else is looking mm-hmm. uh, or what you do when God, only God's looking. Yeah. You know, are you going to be faithful? So that yeah. that's it. I hope those are some helpful tips, Melissa. Uh, maybe help me. Hope it change your life. Honestly, over these past few weeks, I've just been inspired. Gosh, I know. Like, I, I love that we were able to just keep going back at it every week, yep, yep. week after week you know, after week. So, it. all right. Well, uh, that's it. Uh, and again, we we are asking you, please stop leaving us reviews. <laughs> all these five star reviews. We don't want we don't want anyone to find us. Right. It's a little hidden gem on the internet. I know if, if you expose us, you know, especially after after our Hillary jokes, you know, uh, you, we're, we're going to get shut if, down. If we go to prison, we blame you. Yeah. And, and or and if we go to prison and we don't make it out, you know who we blame. I'm just saying Epstein didn't kill himself. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Relentless Youth Podcast. This is Kevin Johnson here. It's been my pleasure. I hope you enjoyed it. And please make sure to not to leave us a review. Definitely not a five-star review.